Welcome to another Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to cover today, so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week is a pretty light week as far as news goes, and as such, I wanted to take some time to actually talk about some of the emails that I've gotten in the past, and just to touch on the weekly dev update as well as a review that we recently got. All that more in this week's episode of Keelhauled Podcast. First up on today's docket, let's talk about the weekly dev update video that we got this last week. Joe comes in to talk to us shortly after Gamescom, and unfortunately for us, there's not a whole lot going on. So we're in the third to fourth week of the Reapers uh, update, and we're just kind of letting this play out for now. Hopefully you've had a chance to go out and get all your ritual skulls. Those seem to be the biggest thing that everyone is trying to get right now. So hopefully you get those in before September 11th. In fact, I would plan on getting it done by at least September 10th, if not the week before. As we move into the fall season for games a lot of people are finding themselves jumping onto other games and with some of the announcements and releases coming out in september i would not be surprised if something big is in store for september 11th for sea thieves that's going to be our next update and what is the update well it was reaper's bones it is no longer called reaper's bones they have such called it smuggler's fortune something that to me suggests that we are going to have to start stealing some stuff or finding something that was stolen now if you've been playing on the insiders every week every update on the friday if you jump on you do your hour and you get closer towards those insider cosmetics the silver blade you should already know kind of what's going on but if you haven't if you haven't had time no worries because it's good to know that there's a lot that's going to be coming down the line. Now, obviously, because of the NDA, we can't be talking about that. But maybe in the future, that's something that could potentially change. So one of the other things that Joe goes on to talk about with the uh, developer update video deals with Creator Cruise. Now, Creator Cruise, uh, which is sometimes hard to say without messing it up, is kind of an interesting idea. So right now, when you go to uh, most games, they have PR and community support. Sea of Thieves is no different. And a lot of their work is done kind of from their side. Now, a lot of us who are content creators do talk with the devs as well as some of the actual community management team. We discuss with some things coming up, what we can do to help promote things. And there hasn't been a whole lot in the sense of making sure that there's enough information if you want to get started with content creation. Typically what happens is a lot of people just start kind of streaming or making videos on their own and start reaching out to some of the other Sea of Thieves content creators like myself, Falcor, and a few others like Jay and Fuzzy Beard, etc. And they basically go and try and get into the community to learn who's who kind of who's doing what and what that all means for what content they want to decide to create well how does that pertain to rare well rare is going to start working on and forgive me for not knowing we don't know the dates right now but in the near future rare is going to start opening up content creator crews and that is going to be a full-fledged program 
a program that allows people to jump in who are just looking to get started with creating content for Sea of Thieves, whether it be streaming or making videos. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be others, as they said they wanted to be very inclusive with the types of audio or video that people want to produce to help create content for Sea of Thieves. This is really important to me because as one of the only podcasts out there still making content for Sea of Thieves, I would hate to be left in the dust because I chose to go with with a less visual medium so that people can consume content for up to, uh, upcoming updates for Sea Thieves and stay up to date. I know a lot of people out there are also big into crafting. There's a lot of people that are sculptors and build 3D printed images as well as actual props and costumes for the game. And that's something that I don't think should be left out either. Not to mention all of the numerous people who are good at singing shanties or writing lyrics, stories, telling their tale however they feel they want to. And that should be welcome because there's a lot of creative people and they shouldn't all have to be restricted to streaming or videos. All those, although those do tend to be the most popular forms of content creation and influencing. So how does this mean or what, what does this mean for uh, if you're just getting started? Well, if you're just getting started, Rare is working on building up videos. And I think a lot of those videos uh, are going to be geared towards getting you started with how to how to kind of get uh, content creation under your belt so you get a little bit better footing and a little better stable foundation on making videos, uploading them to YouTube, or getting uh, the kind of ideas of, of what you want to focus on in the game. Now, the game is pretty straightforward, so I'm kind of interested to see how these are geared, if they're going to be more instructional videos or feedback videos, things that they can do, or if it's going to help people kind of get an idea of how to capture footage in the game, and if that could potentially mean some things for us in the future. Uh, with Rare starting to dive into the content creator realm and supporting streamers and video makers and things like that, it would be kind of cool if we had our own way to capture video to help set up stories or uh, scenes so that if we wanted to say, you know, tell our own story or have a really cool story and we didn't happen to be recording it at the time, we could actually go in and try and recreate that. Kind of how Rare does their videos uh, when they're showing off new content, which is typically how we tend to get a lot of our cosmetic leaks. Thank you, Rare. So with the starters, you'll opt in, and once you're invited into the program, you'll start getting ideas on videos, tutorial tips, uh, and have a place to start contacting other content creators and talk with them about what they're building or what they're doing, and trying to build a more official form than something like Twitter DMs. So if you're looking to get into content creation, the content crews is going to, or the creator crews, excuse me, are going to be a good way for you to get introduced into that realm. And from what it sounds like, Rare is actually going to be introducing some in-game cosmetics for content creators. Now, this is something if anyone listened back to, gosh, when was that? 
I want to say it was around December or January when there was a large, large leak that was data mined and anyone that decided to dig into that big dump of files could find some stuff that was kind of interesting. Now, I'm not going to jump into that because a lot of that was well over six to eight months ago and probably isn't relevant or at least as relevant nowadays. So I don't want to dive into what that stuff was because it could very well have been scrapped and changed since then. We don't necessarily know what these in-game cosmetics are going to be, but it wouldn't surprise me if a lot of people decided to start streaming or creating videos or at least applying for this content creator cruise program to get these in-game cosmetics. We don't really know what they are, but as most collectors find themselves in, you know, in the need to get all the different uh, liveries and cosmetics that they can, I wouldn't imagine uh, it would be too hard to be able to get into that program to be able to get those special in-game cosmetics. So the other side of the coin is more for the content creators that are currently in, in existence for Sea of Thieves. Uh, people they said that have already established themselves with streaming and videos and have their own communities, much like myself, uh, and are looking to get better support, uh, a partnership, if you will, with Rare. And what I'm hoping comes of this is uh, actual support from Rare showcasing uh, content creators content so that more and more people who are playing the game that may not know that there's content creators out there making for it outside of big streamers who upload videos on YouTube or the occasional stream that, that goes wild because of a mix pod on Mixer. Uh, there's always a ton of us out there and more and more of us are creating content not in your traditional ways. Uh, take example uh, the dread pirate doug who does the race of legends uh, weekends to help kind of promote the game in a way that isn't traditionally uh, expected in the game you know typically you go out and do voyages his is more of an obstacle course slash relay race kind of or not relay race but just a race in general kind of setup and those are really cool events they they do a lot of good work to try and raise money for saint jude's and those are some of the things that should be showcased outside of just the weekly stream for example i'm coming up on uh 11 months from when i had my weekly stream and while that did wonders for the podcast uh as far as listeners go that was almost a year ago and i'm still making content but i haven't received any regular support from rare since then uh in fact i've i think the most i've had was a couple interviews with devs that i reached out to them as as well as some codes that I, I managed to snag from uh, one of the devs who was kind enough to help support me in a way to celebrate uh, my 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 listeners for uh, being so so good in the Discord and helping all the other pirates get become pirate legends and stuff. So yeah, um, I could definitely do with a little more uh, kind of uh, spotlight or or at least reach. As far as um, making content, I try really, really hard to make sure that there is weekly content out there for the pirates to listen to. A lot of it comes from the the actual pirate crews that sail around in the Discord. I get their stories. They, they want their stories to be told, and I help tell them on top of the news and anything that I have thoughts about lore and stuff. So 
having more support from rare becoming a, a part of the partnered portion of the creator's cruise wow that was hard to say uh would would help me a lot I, you know i don't monetize the podcast the podcast is purely just for fun it's just something that i do to get experience with audio and editing so that i can have something to look forward to doing every week uh and whether or not i'm able to make more podcasts on different games is something that's still up in question if i have time if i have the the passion to do it but it's never been in question that this game has been enough for me to make content every week where others have have decided to drop off and because of that i want to share that with other people you know that's the whole point of making it is is to to have it for myself to enjoy it and to know that other people that are enjoying it would probably want that getting put out there as well um i know that the partner program is already got it, it's been underway for a while from what i've heard uh it's it's something that has been going on behind the scenes uh at rare that they're that they're kind of leading up to it kind of like how they do with with developing get the game itself you know we know that there are more tall tales in work because we've seen the evidence in retail and with that it's it's nice to know that what we have now is kind of a lead up to the next set of tall tales that we'll be getting and much like that the content creator crews or the creator crews are something that we will be getting uh, more details on and finding out who has been helping out with that partnership uh, until uh, you know for from the past until uh, when they actually come out with it and allow other people to jump in and a lot of people have asked if i'm going to be applying for the creator cruise and i guess the easy answer is yeah yeah definitely i i don't know what all of it entails but i do understand that that's one of the things that for people that have established communities like i do and uh want to help support the game by promoting it like i do and create content for it like i do this would be an easy fit for me i i have enough uh, uh, communication with the devs on a fairly regular basis to know that they are aware of who I am and what I do. They've supported me in the past. And if I can get more support in the future with the creator crews, then that's kind of a duh move for me. Like I, I would be, it would be really dumb for me to not put the effort in to do this unless it was just one of those things where I didn't have time. But with Sea of Thieves, you kind of find a way to make time. That's just kind of how it is. So if you're listening to this and you're making videos about Sea of Thieves and you feel like you don't really get a whole lot of support from Sea of Thieves, from Rare, then hopefully this creator cruise affords you the opportunity to become a partner, to show that this is something that you've been doing, that you've been passionate about and work on trying to get more support from Rare themselves. Uh, it's important to a lot of us that our time is well spent on doing something that we're happy with. And if we feel like Rare isn't listening, or maybe don't know about us, then this is a perfect opportunity for you to jump in with both feet, announce that you're here and that you're here to stay and that you want to be a part of this community. Uh, not, not necessarily like my community or the creator community, but the Sea of Thieves community in whole. 
and get some attention get some well thought out attention especially if you are someone that has been making videos for a while and you feel like your content's really funny and you just want to get it out there so people can notice you because uh, that helps that helps everyone especially the people that try to make this their living it's hard it's hard to get noticed and while Sea of Thieves isn't exactly the World of Warcraft for pirate, well, I mean, it, in my mind, it's the World of Warcraft for pirate games. Uh, it is one of the few games that I think anyone can really jump into and see where it's fun. You know, it's 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 not hard to understand why the game, being as beautiful that is as it is, and being able to do just about whatever you want can can be enjoyable and anyone can have fun doing something in the game you don't necessarily have to pick one part of it but i'm hoping that this brings more people to start creating uh, a lot of people have reached out and said that, that what they want to do is to try and kind of make their own content hopefully this will afford them the opportunity to actually do that and hopefully this showcases some of the people that haven't had the attention from rare that that they want to uh you know i i there's definitely times where i don't have a whole lot that's really funny or interesting but i'm still putting in my due diligence for all the work that i do and it doesn't really get recognized by rare well that's because a lot of people are biting for rare's attention and there's only so many people and so many uh, hours in the day so having everyone get a chance to put their voice in maybe that'll actually help us get ideas from the community to rare through the partnered program maybe that'll actually afford us the opportunity to say hey you know we've we've been we've been playing this for a while this is something that we all really agree is something that we want to have happen in the game and we think this should probably be more of a priority and maybe we can help kind of funnel some ideas from you the listeners to rare who you know listen to the content creators because we're the ones that are trying to help promote the game by having the the passion that we do for it anyway let's move on all right next up on today's docket I wanted to take the opportunity, since we didn't have a whole lot to talk about news-wise until September 11th when we get the new update for Smuggler's Fortune, to dive into some emails that I've been sitting on for so long that I feel ashamed that I have to bring them up more than a month after they've been sent to me. But I wanted to take some time to actually give these uh, some, some light on the air and talk about them. Uh, before I do that, I did want to wish Captain Balzonia a happy birthday. I missed his sail and everyone had a really good uh, adventure for him planned and a whole server takeover. Unfortunately, I had a really bad migraine that day and didn't get a chance to jump on the way I wanted to. Uh, I'm actually still kind of dealing with that. You know, migraines are not fun and uh, anyone that deals with them, I'm sorry that you have to. I only get maybe one or two out of the year and uh, Saturday I, I woke up after staying up late playing uh, Warcraft Classic and it hit me. I barely made it back to bed and then crawled back into them. But regardless, happy birthday, Captain Balzonia. I hope you, hope you have a good weekend. And uh, for the rest of the U.S., uh, I hope you guys are having an enjoyable three-day weekend. So this first email comes to us 
from Stefan, aka Secluth Rogue and the Brethren of the Coast. So he wrote in and there's a lot of, of stuff in here. So I'm gonna pick out some of the things that I wanna talk about and kind of see what you all think about that because he had some very good opinions and I figured they would be interesting to talk about. So he wrote in, said, recently discovered the, the podcast on Spotify and tune in every week. If anyone else listens on Spotify, thank you. I hope you enjoy it. He says, I am a co-founder of a small pirate crew and club on Xbox Live and Discord called The Brethren of the Coast, which I think is a really great name, taking our name from the legendary Caribbean Pirate Society at the beginning of the Golden Age. Anyway, listening to your most recent episode, which keep in mind this was July 6th, so it was a, uh, 16th, so it was a while back, I too loathe the hell on earth that is crypt masts. Thank you. I'm glad you, you find the same pain in it as I. And I felt compared to share some ideas and opinions on the game, having played from day one launch and reaching Pirate Legend in the first year, Feel free to use them as talking points if you find them interesting, and I apologize for the length of this email as a result. Let's start with gold sinks. I myself am over 3.4 million and have bought nearly every ship cosmetic in-game, including most of the doubloon-related cosmetics. Was not a fan of the Forsaken liveries, I'm sorry, but I did like the figurehead. A few gold sinks would do wonders for replay value and add incentive for players to engage each other in new and interesting ways. Number one, allow players to change their character style for gold. I can't tell you how many times I've seen a post, subthread, or heard a conversation pining for the option to change the physical look of their character. I think Rare has tied, toyed with the idea, but isn't sure how they want to implement it. I agree. I would also like to have myself a very short, short pirate, because I think it would be absolutely hilarious. That being said, if I could spend a certain amount of gold just to change a couple uh, 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 looks or different appearance, maybe even uh, uh, the different type of, of sex that you are, I think that would be a great way to change up how you feel because maybe sometimes you just want to have a different story with a different character. And if we did have multiple pirates, I would definitely have multiple pirates for different types of stories and lore behind them. I have tons of different ideas in my head and I would play them out differently. And I would love to be able to play a new pirate without sacrificing everything that I gained for my first pirate so that I could try and see how the leveling experience is now without the fear of them being completely wiped off on insiders. Number two, better access to lower ranked or even alternative voyage types. There have been many times where I've wanted only to play for a half hour or an hour at a time. But if I want to do a voyage, I have to settle for pirate level or pirate legend level voyages. Don't get me wrong, the payouts are rather nice, but usually require a couple hours. Even when playing with crew with a crew sometimes, sometimes I just want to hit a couple islands with some cheesy skellies and hop off. Get accosted for 30 minutes at the first island out of seven on a four chapter mission when solo is unbearably a gating and i i can definitely see where he's coming from on this uh situation you know when when you get to level 50 the the level or the types of voyages that you get for those are a lot higher and they're a lot harder and with the recent nerfs to skeletons i can see how this is a little bit easier but still if you're going out and you're buying uh, a level 50 voyage 
and you don't bring in at least one or two chests to recoup that costs it's not as fun as just being able to have uh, some easy skeletons to kill a couple measly chests to access and maybe to help out lower level pirates uh, who don't necessarily want to spend their gold on that and they want to save it for cosmetics since we can't transfer gold between pirates something else i think would be an interesting thing too it would it would it would be kind of interesting to see if there was a way that you could wager a bet on something who got the biggest fish and whoever won the wager managed to get the gold and the gold would transfer between characters through a coin purse something there you go free idea take it some of the other things that he talks about kind of dives into stuff about the uh things that we know rare are actually going to be bringing back things like uh discontinued cosmetics um uh exchanging doubloon for gold uh things like that you know where where you can actually use gold to buy doubloons uh and exchanging ship types I think this is kind of one of those ones that he, he goes into uh, that I agree that I think is one of those technical challenges that is still kind of plaguing the team. Now, obviously, I don't know how big the size of the team is or how hard of a how hard of a, um, a, a technical task this is an engineering feat, if you will. But I still think that I would much rather spend a certain amount of gold to dynamically change the ship type in a server, knowing that a server is capped to six ships up to up to six galleons. I would love to know that, say I have a galleon crew to go to bed, to want to stay on, we sail into port, we pay a certain amount of gold to the shipwright, and she affords us a sloop. And that way, we can actually just continue on our voyage without having to be handicapped by the lack of people on our crew. Now, I can already see what Rare would respond. Rare would probably say, oh, well, why not just open it up to open crew, grab a couple more people, and you'd fill up your galleon. Well, personally, when other people are on a galleon, I tend to kind of like to do other stuff. I like to man the sails. I like to go fishing. I like to, uh, you know, not be the captain. With a sloop, I tend to feel more comfortable being the captain because I, I'm a lot more used to just how to actually sail one of those compared to a brig or a galleon, since that's where I spend most of my time. And if I'm, if it's just going to be me and my buddy after two others leave, then I would feel more comfortable comfortable just being on a sloop in combat than having to trust my ship and any treasure we make to two random people that we brought in that may not have voice chat or be that competent on a crew and we may lose a lot of treasure as a result of being uh, kind of hampered by playing with people that we don't know and that's just not appealing to me. I would much rather just change my ship type. So, you know, that there's a lot that he goes into um, that I think is, is really nice. Uh, being able to purchase ships from other players on a server uh, is another thing. That's, that's something that I think is kind of an interesting idea about being able to actually pay someone now obviously there are ways to do this in game that are creative that the community has found ways of of getting you know you either sail around and ask people for their sh their ship and offer them uh treasure uh, through the form of chests or you know whatever you happen to find in exchange for inviting their crew to a ship but at the same time i feel like we need to have 
uh, maybe a little more control over ship ownership. Um, sorry, that sounded weird, didn't it? Ship ownership. Uh, ownership of our vessel. How's that sound? Ownership of our vessel. If we had more agency with ownership of our vessel, then maybe we could sell our ship and just take a rowboat. Or maybe we could actually um, hijack a ship. And uh, have you ever have you ever wanted to actually just hijack someone else's ship without them being able to get back to it with just a mermaid? I love that idea. And and man, it would it would really be a bummer if it happened to someone. But at the same time, I think that's kind of the fun part about being on a ship you know having that pirates of the caribbean uh, uh style of of stealing a ship you know they they took off with one uh and then they took the interceptor out to get it and then they stole the interceptor and i thought that was really hilarious and then they went and got a crew in tortuga and we can't do that in Sea of Thieves. Everyone's tied to their ship and get back to their ship via mermaid if they're on an island and the ship is not there and you know, I wish there was something that you could do, and I don't know what it would be. Maybe it could be something in the sense of raising up your flag. Uh, we'll say, okay, so say say you're on a ship, and you have your flag. I'm Captain Logan, and I have my flag, and I fly my flag for a certain amount of time, and that grants me the captaincy that I need to be able to steal a ship. And the way I have to steal that ship is I have to steal that ship and then put my flag up on that other ship, the one that I stole, and have it last for at least five minutes. And if someone isn't paying attention, I gain control of that ship. And then I can do whatever I want with that ship. And they have to buy another ship or get another ship and have that ship spawn. Now, obviously, this would only work if, uh, if, if you could increase the number of ships per server. And you'd have to worry about limitations on people just repeatedly, repeatedly spawning new ships. Or maybe you would have to go out and do something to get uh, another ship. Or maybe you just wouldn't get your ship back at all. Maybe you would just have to find a rowboat or you'd be SOL. And you'd take a mermaid and it pop you back over to uh, an outpost and you'd have to do something else to, to deal with that. I'm not sure how, how the, you know, I'll let some of you guys with the big brains out there kind of work out some of the cool ideas. I'm just kind of feeding you the, the ideas that I'm having and see what you think of them. Where, where would you go or how would you fix a, a problem after that? There's a lot of different red flags that pop up when I, when I think of being able to do that. But having the idea of being able to steal uh steal another person's ship and gain ownership of it if uh if you held on to it for a certain amount of time maybe a certain number of miles or uh yeah nautical miles sailed per se uh i think would be kind of cool there's a lot of of different ideas that i think a lot of people have in the game and you know thanks to steven for sending in his email um hopefully that was uh justice enough for your email i, I read through them all I, I love them a lot of them are things that i think are going to be coming back into the game uh or things that, that that rare has actually talked about some of the other things i wanted to bring up because uh i i genuinely thought that they're kind of interesting ideas and as always it seems to come down to having more flexibility with your ships having more agency over what you do in the game uh, even though the game is very, very good at letting us do whatever we want, but having more access to other stuff I think would be interesting. Um, case in point, the second story of the tavern. 
that needs to be something that's fleshed out. It's still a complete mystery and not actually developed. I would love to actually have something up there so that you could have, you know, like betting uh, for a coin up there. Go up there with cards and dice and play some card games and some dice games. And, you know, you hear the music and the chatter and you go up there and you find a bunch of pirates are drinking and, and playing music and having fun. And you go up there and you sit down and you're like, all right, well, deal me in. And you start playing dice up there, you know, or liar's dice, things like that. Um, plenty of ideas, plenty, plenty of ideas. And I, I'm wondering what's coming down the line that is going to take the place of these ideas that we'll all really enjoy in the future. So let's move on. Uh, let's see if I've got enough time for the next email. I've been wanting to get to it, but it's just so long. Uh, I'm, I don't know if I can read it out all in its complete glory or if I might have to truncate part of it. So let me let me take a look again. The next email comes to us today from Chris. It's a long one, so I'm diving straight in. Ahoy, Captain Logan. Thank you for your excellent podcast and Discord. I love tuning in every week to hear your thoughts, commentary, and general ramblings. Yeah, guilty as charged. My son recently turned 13, and I have been playing Sea of Thieves since shortly after its release and have experienced some of our most treasured and memorable gaming moments playing Sea of Thieves. This past adventure was no exception. He writes in, It was a beautiful day on the sea, starting off early in the morning in the east. I boarded my trusty sloop, the Card Shark. She got her name as I'm a bit of a ruffian sea dog, and she weathered one of the most severe battles of the sea, taking down Merrick's old hungering one. But I digress. I heard tell that fella Duke was still offering up a good bit of coin for one of his crazy adventures and headed up to the tavern at Ancient Spire Outpost to see what he had to say. I find that if I'm willing to head out to some fortresses and collect some dangerous loot, the merchants are all scrambling to pay for what I could bring them. And, he says, if you do this one more time, I'll throw in a set of sails for you. Well, <laughs> what could be more valuable to a smuggling merchant sailor than gold? Brand new sails. So I pay the crazy nut his doubloons, and I get a treasure map for Sharkfin Camp. I finish stocking up from what could be a rough voyage and head north. Oh, I love the smell of a quiet ocean in the early morning. But what's that on the horizon ahead of me? Uh, it's one of those scourges of the sea, a skeleton piloted galleon, sailing back and forth like they have no idea what they're doing. They probably don't. <laughs> well, I spin the wheel a little to the east and skirt around them, as I don't have time for their shenanigans this day. I also see a fellow sloop heading out from Galleon's Grave Outpost and dropping anchor at Tri Rock Isle, with their sails at full billow. <laughs> Must be new sailors. But as they're minding their business, so do I. After a bit more sailing, I arrive at Sharkfin. I prepare my ship for the voyage per Duke's requirements, that sadistic son of a gun, and jump off with my map in hand. First two items found will bring a nice profit simply by doing what I love, an intact merchant crate and one of those overstuffed gunpowder barrels. Given that you'd have to be crazier than them skeleton ships and do combine to sail around with one of these stronghold barrels on your ship, I swing down to Daggertooth Outpost to offload it on my way to Kraken Watchtower. 
I jump off the dock as smooth as can be and sell that thing to the merchant. As I'm about to dash back off to my ship, I hear someone shouting and stumbling down the dock. Wow. <laughs> Would you look at that? Tis my son. Must have been holed up in a tavern all night. He's been working as a mercenary lately. Not exactly the life I would have chosen for him, but with a sword and pistol, he is a master, and he's sailed with many a crew keeping their valuables where they belong. I bring him up to speed on my mission from Duke, and he's in. The good news is, I'm at home on my ship, with the wind and the ropes and my trusty hammer and bucket. But fighting off pirates, well, that's not my forte, as they say. Off we go to Kraken Watchtower, collect some more merchant crates full of that stuff the highfalutin folk love so much, and quite a find, a sapphire gem. Now we're off to Hidden Spring Keep. What was I, what was that I was saying about a quiet morning at sea? Well, <laughs> no longer this day. There's one of those brigantines off in the west, probably stocking up at Sanctuary Outpost. You know, I have learned about brigantine sailors. They can't resist a sloop. Yes, sir. Just as we're digging up our first bits of treasure, sure enough, there's that blasted double-masted devil upon us with cannons a-firing. We race back to the trusty card shark and drop sails. A sloop dead in the water is a sloop that'll soon be underwater. We sail out and behind them firing back. Then they soon swing around and outpace us. I envy their speed. But I raise sails and cut back behind them again, and we, tr and we keep the pressure on with cannon fire. We circle each other for a bit, but I can't determine their full intentions. Were they just looking for some easy prey on their way somewhere, or were they true pirates coming for us? No quarter. I outmaneuver them quite handedly and swing back around to the keep. My son jumps off to finish digging up the treasure as I sail around the north side of the island. He finds only standard gunpowder barrels, which, thanks to those darn skeletons, are so plentiful and low-priced that they're barely worth the hassle of transporting. We leave them and head southwest as fast as the winds will push us, on to Sailor's Knot Stronghold. As we continue south, what do we see rounding Cannon Cove? That brig is back on our stern. My mercenary son jumps into the water to distract them, boards and drops their anchor and toys with them until eventually being overcome by two to one odds. I give it a go myself, desiring to improve my fighting prowess, but don't even get their anchor dropped before being sent to visit the ferryman. We continue on, and I decide to stick to my strengths and stay behind the wheel as my son shoots over to Sailor's Knot to dig up our prize. My ploy works for some time as I outmaneuver them for a bit, keeping them distracted and away from the stronghold. Eventually, though, the brig's mercenary is able to sneak aboard somehow and appears behind me, running me through with his cutlass. I return to my ship to be cut down again and decide on my third visit to the ferryman to turn the tables as I return. I lunge straight for their ship instead of defending mine. 
Despite my inept sword slashing, the overall tactic works and we complete the voyage. My son hides the stronghold barrel and emerald gem, or emerald gem found on the island as the valiant card shark finally succumbs to the numerous holes while unattended and sinks beneath the waves. This serves only to lessen our pursuer's attentiveness though, as I grab a mermaid to my new ship, Shiny Card Shark leaving my son on the island to assess and protect our precious mega keg. I turn southwards and sail as fast as possible, but alas, the wind and the sea has turned against me. As I'm straight into the wind and the most feared monster of the seas appears with its writhing tentacles and I'm suddenly succumbed by inky black sea. I spin the wheel as fast as possible in an attempt to leave the inky mess and minimize the delay firing upon any tentacles within range. One tentacle goes down, leaving a beautiful ruby in its place. I lunge over and grab the spoils of my little tete-en-tete -tete as I reboard and slowly exit the beast's tarry grip. I hear a roar laughter coming from over the seas. While I'm playing with the sea monsters, my son was hiding in the stronghold's sea tower, waiting and watching our human adversaries. When the opportunity struck, he jumped into the water with a gunpowder barrel and swam to their brigantine with nothing but revenge on his mind. Our advers adversaries had let their guard down, and one was looting a shipwreck near the stronghold, and the other was <laughs> rowing back to the ship with a dinghy full of gunpowder barrels. My son boards the brig with his own gunpowder barrel, lights the fuse, and drops it onto the bow, runs to the back of the ship as it explodes, then returns to the bow and turns to see both pirates returning to their ship. He expertly snipes the barrel collected in the rowboat and with his sidearm and laughs maniacally as one pirate dies instantly, the other is flung out over the waves and splashes into the sea as the ferryman takes them and the brigantine sinks merely seconds later. A bit more drama ensued as he accidentally requested the mermaid return him to our ship while he was protecting our floating loot, and we searched for a few minutes thinking it was all lost. However, we found it. Recovering our merchant goods, exchanged the sapphire lost to the sea for a ruby, thanks to the kraken, and kept our stronghold barrel safe to be sold for some hefty coin, all while teaching some brigantine sailors to never underestimate a pair of smugglers on a mere merchant sloop. I'm so thankful for all of the fun we've had playing and love how it has brought him out of his shell to play with newfound friends and provide some of the most proudest clutch moments a gaming dad could experience. Thanks for all you do for the Sea of Thieves community also. Chris. Chris, thank you so much. That was quite the story. I loved it. It was so much fun to read, and it was a, it was a pleasure to be able to read it on the podcast and give it its full justice. Uh, obviously, if you're listening to this, you always have the opportunity to write in your story. Uh, if it's a little bit shorter, it's a little easy for me to squeeze into a podcast. Uh, otherwise, I have to wait for kind of these light, light times when we don't have much to talk about. And unfortunately, I think we're going to have a lot to talk about later on. So if you'd like to do so, just like Chris, just like Stefan, feel free to write in C-A-P-T 
L-O-G-U-N at gmail.com. That's my email address. If you want to get a hold of me on Twitter, you can always do so at Twitter, uh, C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N. There's plenty of ways to get a hold of me, and that's not all. We did get a review a while back that I didn't give any justice to, and I want to make sure I read that out. Pirates, that's going to do it for this episode of Keel Hauled. I do love that you sent in all of your stories, your ideas, your thoughts. Please, please keep that coming. And I did get one review from DHOPP. Five-star review says, this is the best place for all of Sea of Thieves content. I'm assuming that's just for podcasts because I'm the only one doing it. This podcast is extremely informative and entertaining. He breaks down all of the developer updates, interviews other well-known Sea of Thieves creator, content creators, a must-listen and subscribe if you play Sea of Thieves. Keep up the amazing work. Well, thank you. I hope your adventures are going well. And Pirates, if you want to join the community, you're always welcome in my Discord. There's links in the show notes. I have merchandise available as well. If you want to get a hold of me in-game, it's C-A-P-T-A-I-N-L-O-G-U-N. That's my Xbox gamer tag. Feel free to say hi. And... If there's anything else you guys want to hear about or anything that I've missed, feel free to let me know. Otherwise, pirates, thank you, I love you, and I look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves.